Hey there, it's Steve again, and thanks for joining me for this week's podcast. And thanks again for following me at www.believeinbigchange.com. Hope you're having a great week as always. And again, a friendly reminder, if you find out that you're not having a great week or a great day for that matter, remember you can pause and reset your intentions at any given time. We have that ability. We don't just have to let the tape roll. So just a friendly reminder for that. Again, good to be with you. This week, we're going to talk about another tough subject, I believe. We've talked about some difficult ones, vulnerability, shame, connection. I've struggled with all of them at some point in my life, and I've shared with you how I work through them at some level. I'm going to talk about rejection today and how to handle rejection, what I do on a daily basis, because I believe a lot of this comes from fear. It comes from shame. Some people think it's just energy. Well, whose energy is it? Is it my energy? Is it your energy? Is it our energy? Where does it come from? So I'm going to discuss that a little bit today. Again, it can be difficult. It can be challenging. We need real connection, intimacy with others. For me, as I've said before, it's my lifeline in recovery from alcoholism. I need to connect with you all. I need this connection. And I'm going to talk about some of the things that I've done in the past and what I do today to continue to reach out and make connections with others. So in doing that, we have to be willing to be vulnerable. That can be challenging. It takes a lot of courage to be vulnerable with each, each other, especially when we live in a society of high expectations when they're not met. We shame ourselves, we shame each other. There's judgments that take place of ourselves and others, resentments form, and then the ugly word of hate. We'll talk a little bit about that in a few minutes as well. So it takes a lot of courage. We have to be honest. That means we've got, we all have a story we bring to the table. Everybody's got a story. Sometimes when we get to know each other a little bit better, now we have to step it up a little bit and up-level things, and there's a story behind the story. Some call that rigorous honesty. Being vulnerable, having this courage, takes humility. We have to bring to the table that honesty, humility, and openness, a willingness. It also means we need to be willing to listen to others, to try and understand them a little bit better, not just to respond to them. Oh, really? Oh, you went there and traveled there? Well, I went here. We need to learn to be happy for the other person as well. That's where real friendship comes into play. Those of, those of us that are happy for the other people when they're happy. So I'm going to talk a little bit about what's our role, what gets in the way that leaves us feeling so rejected. And it can downward spiral through shame, fear, and then again, the resentments the hatred, the judgment comes into play. So I'm going to share with you what played out for me in the past and what my role was. As I've said before, I brought a lot of shame to the table after a while. It built up. You know, my determination, my ambition in life got me pretty far. But that shame and that heavy drinking was lagging behind. And then it caught up. It got even. 
with me. <laughs> yeah, it got even with me. Ha ha. And then it surpassed me. And now I work daily to grow and, and recover from that. So here's, here's what I did. Here's how the script played out for me. I started to compromise. I, I, we like to fit in. I'm no different. I don't like f conflict. I really don't. I handle it a lot better today. I hit about a 10-year patch where I didn't handle it very well because I was drinking heavily, which turned into alcoholism. So conversations going along. You think somebody's interested to be more than just acquaintances, to be your friend. Uh, subjects come up. Sometimes they're a little bit controversial. I've always tended to shy away from that and be almost too politically correct, if you know what I mean. So I would stay silent. I wouldn't speak up. I was afraid to, to speak up about how I really felt, even though sometimes some people don't give you the opportunity. They'll just talk right through you. Even though there were times I was given the opportunity. Something that made me feel unsafe. I'm going to talk about that in future podcasts. So I started to compromise what I believed in. You start doing that, boundaries become compromised. A lot of times I did that because I liked the attention. It catered to my ego. It was nice. It made me feel good. What can I say? The interesting thing that played out... And carrying that shame, bringing that shame to the table and becoming afraid of not being liked because I liked that attention was I wasn't dealing from a position of strength anymore. Kind of tough to do that when you come to the table thinking that you don't have a position of strength. You don't have the, the courage to show that, that you're a strong person. So I became insecure I shamed myself not only for not standing up for what I believed in and what that prompted me to do was to seek out external validation from people, more compliment seeking. So I people pleased to get more compliments in return. So there was a string attached if you follow me. So I looked for that external validation, those affirmations. For people to kind of confirm my identity. Why? Well, I'm responsible for that. So I started to feel more and more insecure. I felt threatened. If I perceived conflict arose, I wanted to avoid it. My go-to for a while was alcohol to help me regulate that and make me feel better about myself. I'm going to tell you what I do now today in the present to do that because if I drink that's a problem for me and it could lead me to a sad and very lonely uh, death and uh, I'm not willing to sign up for that one anymore not today anyways so it plays out the script plays out it doesn't work out I start to shame myself of not thinking I'm enough on top of the shame that I brought to the table I'm hard on myself Self-pity starts to creep in. Why did I let this happen to me? I mean, why, why was I that stupid? How did I let this person fool me? Well, maybe they didn't do anything at all. Maybe I was just fooling myself. Maybe I just wasn't honest enough, again, speaking up for myself. That, that self-pity led to judgment, self-judgment, and starting to judge others. 
And when I found myself doing that, judging others, I formed resentments towards me and towards others. And that's not a good place to be in at any stage of our lives. For me, going into alcoholism, it only made it worse and the drink just wasn't going to fix that. So that's a little bit about my role that left me feeling very isolated. A lot of times I, if I felt I was rejected, I would reject you and just stop showing up and, and not come around anymore. And it was, hey, what happened to Steve? And I would carry that with me onto the next encounter and wasn't able to open up for somebody who was really, maybe really interested in me. So I felt abandoned. I isolated more, I felt cut off, and I drank until eventually I decided to do something about that. So we see this happen on a daily basis. Again, I've said it before, we live in a shaming society, high expectations, we form judgments, resentments, and we hate each other. And an easy way that we do that, and we hate people from afar, social media, right? It's easy to hate people from afar. You ever notice it's kind of hard to hate somebody and dislike them? Hate such a strong word. I really don't like that word. When we start to get to know them a little bit, we start to get to know them up close. You ever notice that there's some people that you don't like and you're not sure why and then it dawns on you, geez, I don't even know that person or vice versa. Hey, I get the sense that this person doesn't even like me too much, doesn't care for me, and geez, they, they haven't even taken the time to get to know me. I've done both. So it's not a very good position to be in. Uh, again, I would self-pity and say, why did I let this happen to me? Why did this happen to me? They don't understand me. They don't get me. And the cycle would repeat itself over and over again. The shame would pile on. My self-worth took an amazing hit and an amazing blow to where I ended up in a place of just total isolation and cut off and taking another drink. So let's talk about today. Today, and you've heard me talk about this before, I continue to practice self-care. It's gotta come from me, from inward. I practice gratitude. I go through a gratitude list daily throughout the day. It always helps me get into the present. I couple that with positive affirmations. I am enough. My effort is enough today. What I want and need is coming to me. What I want and need is here today. And praying for the courage, the strength and courage to look for that. Again, you have to be honest, open, and willing. Boundaries. I start by listening to other people to understand them first. I make that effort. That's an effort. That's my time to listen to you, to try to understand you and make an attempt to identify with you. Sometimes we may agree. Sometimes we may agree to disagree. I speak up. I simply ask for clarification. What did you mean by that? I want to understand what you said a little bit better. Help me out a little bit if you would. Or if they get worked up on a particular topic, I may simply say, is there something that upset you? I want to understand you a little bit better. So I think that's a good place to start. Again, self-care, boundaries. Number three, I network. Just like in business, I pick up that phone. I'm looking for that connection. You're my lifeline. 
I've got to have that connection. Therefore, I don't put all my eggs in one basket. I have some great friends, some amazing friends and family that has been there for me through thick and thin. And I'm so grateful for that every single day. But they have their life. They have their lives to live. They have their issues. They have the battle that they're fighting upstairs just like the rest of us. So they may not always be able to be there. If I'm depending on them and I put too many eggs in one basket, I'm setting myself up for disappointment. I'm putting them up, uh, up on a pedestal with way too high of expectations and that is unfair to them. So again, it's kind of a numbers game. I get out of my comfort zone, I make the call. Otherwise, I'm not gonna have plans for today, tomorrow, this weekend, or next month. That's not a good place for me to be in, so I take action and I do something about it. The fourth thing that I do, and you've heard me mention this before, and I do this every single night before I hit the, my head hits the pillow and I go to sleep, is reflect. Yeah, I'll play the tape and, and go back and revisit things and take a look at things and look at my part. Be aware of the self-critic and just observe my thoughts and feelings. I don't need to pass judgment on me. If I do, then I'm gonna start judging the other person. But I focus on what I did right. Self-care, be gentle with myself, be gentle with ourselves. What did I do right in this situation? And if I have an opportunity with someone that I trust that, to be fair with me, that may not mean they tell my ego, you know, what it wants to hear, but they're fair. They're coming from a place of being fair, a place of love, not a place of trying to manipulate. They're constructive. They're not trying to drive their agenda and trying to change me. They may even say, hey, Steve, I think you're being a little hard on yourself here. Uh, you did some things right. I just want to remind you of that. So those are a few things that I do on a regular basis. It does get better. It's a combination of things. And again, turning inward and the self-care and gratitude, these affirmations, it starts with us. We have to be the, the primary contributor to our building our self-worth and enhancing our self-worth. Then we're going to be more willing and courageous to put it out there again when we think we've been rejected. It's got to start with us. It's got to come from within. If we start seeking it externally, what I found out, it'll never be enough. It'll never be enough. So it's good talking with you, as always. Thanks again for joining me, and thanks again for supporting me. Your messages do matter, and again, feel free to reach out to me at any time. And if you want to talk by phone and, and connect, uh, let me know that, and I'll give you my cell phone number. Again, that's at www.believeinbigchange.com. Again, have a great week. It's great to be with you as always. I love you. You do matter and you are enough today. We can do this. We got this one. Take care. I love you.